Welcome to another episode of the Find You Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Pinkham. You can find me on the IG at Lee Pinkham. Recently, I had a friend reach out to me and he asked me to record an episode for him on how to go about putting on some mass or some size if you're struggling to do so. I thought that would be a great topic. So that's what I'm going to do today. Um, You know, these people are called the hard gainers. I'm sure that makes some of you laugh as you wish you had that problem, but it is a real problem some people struggle to ever fix. In this episode, I'm going to dive into different elements of your lifestyle and how that's going to affect your growth. I talk about things like mass gainers and metabolism and that phrase you hear so often like, I have a fast metabolism, I can't gain weight. And then the big rocks like your training and nutrition and what you need to do to put on some mass if you struggle to do so. And as far as podcast news goes, guys, the podcast is growing every week and I love it. I'm looking at the number of plays each week and it's going up. That means you guys are sharing the content and people are listening. I absolutely love it. And hey, Find You Fitness stickers. They were just released two weeks ago now, two weeks-ish. If you want one, uh, shoot me a DM and you can snag one. I'm also going to do a little free giveaway at the end of this episode. So stick around. You're not going to want to miss it. Until then, enjoy the episode. All right, guys, let's get this show on the road. I feel super relieved right now. As of yesterday, I've officially finished up my first quarter of chiropractic school at Palmer Chiropractic in Port Orange, Florida. I'm super pumped. We're on the quarter system here, so I only have 12 more quarters to go before I'm out of here. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's going to be a little while, but so far it's been uh, an amazing ride. It's a lot of work. You know, I'm in the classroom right now about 35 hours a week and that's just in the classroom alone taking classes like biochemistry anatomy histology embryology uh, all of the ologies really um you know and we have wet lab where we're with a cadaver and uh dry lab we're just going over anatomy and things like that uh so it's it's a lot but it's very rewarding um i definitely have a new appreciation for classes like anatomy you know when i took these classes in undergrad I really didn't take it too seriously. I just kind of wanted to get by. But this go around in chiropractic school, I understand how important it is to know the body inside and out and then be able to apply that to movement and exercise, which is a lot of the stuff I was doing six months ago. Um, So it works out really well considering we're getting pounded over and over with anatomy and, you know, we're even venturing into neuroanatomy already. It's going to be a wild ride, but I'm excited about it. I've actually, I've got some classmates of mine who've heard about the podcast as well, and they're going to be coming onto the show in the new year to speak about, you know, their experiences so far within the school. And, and I'm pretty excited about that. We've got a lot of unique views and opinions around here, and it's interesting to see what they've been through and how that's shaped them into to what their mindset is today. But in reality, it's been fun, and I'm excited to continue and to see where it goes. And something else that's been fun is podcasting. Podcasting has been a ton of fun. And, you know, I feel like sometimes I need to reiterate this message about, you know, the purpose behind the podcast. And sometimes I feel very repetitive about it. But, uh, I, you know, I feel like we need to keep talking about it. It's important. And, you know, my goal with the Find You Fitness podcast is to help you find you. Find where you fit in in regards to your training style, your nutritional choices, and your lifestyle moves. I can't decide what works best for you. I can't do that. I can only give you the tools that you need to help you do it. And that and that's through my experiences and my own training, as well as from coaching and being a personal trainer. You know, I truly believe that I've had great success in the several years I've been at it, you know, mainly because of my willingness to keep an open mind and positive mindset on pretty much everything. 
you know, in the podcast, this podcast, it's a great way for me to journal my journey and share everything with you so that you can be the best version that you can possibly be. And, and we're going to grow together, you listening and, and me. And I'm not the one to be super professional or the one to use my knowledge as if to hold a higher sense of authority or pride over you. I, I just want us all to get fitter, healthier, and happier together. So let's kick this episode off with a quote. Trying to is just an excuse. Quit lying to yourself. You're either doing the work and making the effort to grow or you're not. Man, this is a perfect quote for this episode. It's really just an amazing quote uh, in general. It's a little aggressive, that's for sure, but it's accurate to what we're talking about today. You know, I find myself, and I'll be honest with you guys, sometimes I find myself saying, you know, I'm trying a lot as well. And when I say that, am I actually making an effort to, you know, let's say improve my positioning in the bottom of my snatch? Or am I just saying that I'm trying to, but I'm not actually giving forth the effort? Um, and so that just kind of have that quote in the back of your mind as we go on today's topic, and especially in this little beginning part, because uh, I'm going to talk about, you know, putting on some mass. And, uh, you know, we all know someone who struggles to do this. Uh, think about that coworker that just stays incredibly skinny, no matter what, you know, you guys go out and eat lunch, you eat the same food every day, and he's, you know, 50 pounds less than you. Or that football teammate who, you know, they can't put on any size no matter how hard they try in the weight room or what they're doing. You know, they may not be looking to gain some size, but you sure do get a little jealous when you go out to eat with them and they order, you know, one of every item on the menu, they eat it all and they don't gain a pound. Yet you, on the other hand, you know, you can order that salad and, you know, next day you're four pounds heavier. So (laughs) I'm sure this is helping you think of someone. Someone's popping in your mind right now. Uh, I joke about this, but, you know... (laughs) If that really bothers you and you have a friend that is this way, remember that everyone has their own unique traits. You know, they honestly, they may be craving to have your legs or the curves that you have. Just don't let it get to you. You know, in my space, in the fitness space, the health space, I typically run across these hard gainers more than anything. You know, this is someone usually who's struggling to put on some weight. Typically, they're aiming to put on some muscle in the gym. That's usually what I run into. Uh, and they feel like nothing's working. You know, typically, I'd say what I'm about to say next at the end of the episode, you know, to sum it all up, but I'm going to say it now and I'm probably going to say it later too. And I say this because I think it's more important than the specific advice I'm going to give later on. Don't just label yourself as a hard gainer and assume that you're never going to be able to put on muscle. I don't know how you guys look at labels, but I don't like to put myself in any type of box. I don't like the idea of being restrained to a certain type of anything, really. If I say I'll never be able to put on size because I'm a hard gainer, or I'll never lose weight because of my genetics, I've already given up. Mentally, that's half the freaking battle. And if you have no confidence in your abilities to accomplish something, your physical effort will fall off very quickly. The second you start to struggle, the second you start to struggle, your, your brain resorts back to exactly what you said before you started that you're a hard gainer or that it's just your genetics and you give up and you let that be the answer to all of your problems because it's an easy, convincing solution to yourself and to others that no one's going to call bullshit on that because you know your body best, right? I just don't like that mindset. You know, why box yourself in? Why not unleash yourself? You may call me crazy, but I truly believe I'm capable of absolutely anything. Do I want to become a competitive athlete? Hell yeah, I can do it. Or a long-distance marathon runner? Hell yeah, I can do it. Or a biker? Hell freaking yeah. If I put the time and work into it, absolutely. Now, does that sound cocky? 
you know what? Maybe it does. But would you judge someone for wanting to perform their absolute best at something? Instead of blaming it on your genetics and just calling it a day, why not maximize your potential first? Then genetics will definitely play, play a role, but not much until then. You know, that that's kind of a tangent and a half, really, but it's so relevant here. It's relevant in this topic, and it's relevant in pretty much everything we do every single day. If you have a weak mindset, or if it's negative, you know, that's not good. You've lost half the battle. So reanalyze your mindset. You know, now that you've heard this, did you label yourself as a hard gainer before? And are you going to do it moving forward? I hope the answer is no. And if you're still not convinced, I don't think the advice I'm going to give you in this episode is going to help you very much. Because if you're still having this mental roadblock, I can't break that for you. I can only kind of, like I say, give you the tools to help you do it yourself. So let's get straight into the juicy stuff. Um, Mass gainers, mass gainers, mass gainers. Um, I look at it like a rite of passage to calling yourself a hard gainer. Um, so I actually pull, I, I pulled up a uh, a mass gainer on Amazon right now. And honestly, guys, I you know I've never really looked too much into mass gainers, um, but I just typed in one on Amazon, uh, popular. I just said mass gainer, and I'm looking at the nutrition label here, and holy shit, this is absolutely insane. I've never used a mass gainer, and I'll explain why in a little bit, but Jesus Christ, these are some insane numbers. So <laughs> a rule of thumb here, if you only look at the front of the package, not talking mass gainers, I'm talking about anything, anything you ever buy, and you don't look at the actual nutrition labels, you know, start right now. Literally find the nearest food or bottle near you and just turn it around and just look at the label. Uh you know, it's not that these companies are lying to you. They're just telling you what they want you to hear. Like there's that beer commercial. Is it Dos Equis? I can't remember exactly what it is. Um, but, you know, they brag about like, you know, this our beer has no fat in the entire bottle. And I'm like, no shit. Of course it doesn't have any fat. Um, it's beer. It doesn't have fat. So anyways, I... <laughs> I went on Amazon and I typed in mass gainer and this is the first result I got. The brand doesn't matter because that's not the point here. I don't care. I'm not trying to call out brands. I don't care about that. Um, it's more about what's on the label. It's two and a half cups per serving and there's only eight servings in here. So that's $26 you're paying for eight servings. Um, so you can do the math. You're paying about three bucks per serving. Um, do with that with what you will. Um but the serving size, that's what gets me first of all. Two and a half scoops per freaking serving. All right. Uh, that's cool. It's stupid, but whatever. I hate it when things come in a package. And you know, like it comes with a scooper. So you would assume one serving size is one scoop. It's just like Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Pop-Tarts come two in a package, but the serving size is typically one pastry. Like who the hell gets a Pop-Tart and just eats one pastry? No one. But it says that on the label, so everything you look at is the numbers are basically reduced and they're halved or, you know, even sometimes a split into three. And you don't realize that because you don't look at the serving sizes and understand what a serving size actually is. Um, and that's just one way that they try to get you. Um, but let's talk about these calories in this thing. There's 1,310 calories per serving. Holy crap. That is a lot. And each serving... Get this, there are 10 grams of fat, 
52 grams of protein, and get this, 252 grams of carbs. That's actually insane. That is, that is insane. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to say this is bad for you. Depending on your situation, which I'd be very intrigued to hear about it, you, you may need it. I'm sure 99% of you, though, do not need this at all. Even if you do consider yourself a hard gainer, you probably don't. And here's why. I want you to focus on the caloric number that I said. I said it's 13, yeah, 1,310 calories. Now, that's a lot of calories. And if you listen to last week's episode about what it means to be in a caloric deficit, you should know just about what I'm about to say. And if you didn't listen to the episode, shame on you, but but this this intrigues you, uh, you need to listen to it. So after this one, uh, plug in episode that's 12, plug in 12, and uh, give it a listen. So <clears throat> in short, you know, when it comes to putting on weight, you need to be in a caloric surplus or calorie surplus. You know, that just means that you need to be taking in more energy than you're burning. What is energy? Food is energy. And you don't know what that number is, so you can go above it to take in more energy. That That's the game. And you need to play it. And I mean, go all in. Figure out what that number is for you based on your current activity levels. Google BMR calculators, just basal metabolic rate, and, and how to find your T, TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, to get a base. And then do some experimenting on your own to see how accurate that number is. You know, maybe you need to increase it a little bit more than it says to gain weight. That's okay. You know, that's the game. That's, that's what we're all in this for. That's the fun part. I say fun. I think it's a little bit more fun than others, but I love to figure out what optimizes my body and my health and my performance uh, to the, you know, up, up degree. Uh, that's fun to me. Once you find that maintenance number, let's say it's 2,500 calories, add 500 to it. See how your body responds to it. You know, if your body responds by putting on a few pounds, maybe this is your surplus. Okay, so that means now you're taking in more energy than you're expending. So that energy just doesn't just disappear within your body. It's got to go somewhere. It's being stored. Whether if you're trying to gain weight, it could be muscle. It could be as fat tissue. Um, that's just kind of the way it works. Uh, let's just say that you know you hit you gain a few pounds or you feel like you're putting on some size and and then it stalls out. Increase it by another 500 calories a few weeks later. Now you're a thousand calories over maintenance. You know, and think about this: if you're at this point and you're not gaining any weight at all, let's just say that you never gained weight off that initial 500. You went up to a thousand and now you're still not gaining weight. Then you're not actually a thousand calories over maintenance. Or if, you know, if so, you have an underlying issue that you need to get resolved, maybe a bigger rock that you're just not addressing it could be something like sleep or stress. So my point is here that 1300 calories from the mass gainer, that it's just one piece to the puzzle. Okay. There's much more pieces. There's many more pieces to this puzzle. If you're only consuming a thousand calories a day and you're taking a mass gainer on top of it, you're only at 2300 calories. For most of you, that's nowhere near enough to be in a surplus. And and granted, you know, I say you're only consuming a thousand and you're taking a mass gainer on top of it. You're probably not getting any micronutrients that you need to have in your diet. Your diet, the, the quality of everything you're eating is probably absolutely trash. If if that is how you're 
consuming your daily calories. Um, but I'm just using it as an example because I'm just looking at that end number. I'm looking at the 2300. And for most of you, that's not going to be enough to put you in a surplus. You know, for women, that might be pushing you. That might be getting you into a surplus. If you're a four foot eight woman, that very well may be a high surplus for you. It's just going to vary based upon the individual. Um, but for the majority of you, and typically it's guys that want to put on size. Uh, sorry, women, that's usually the way it works. Um, you know, that's probably not going to be enough. But I can't tell you for sure. Because I don't know what your calorie maintenance numbers are. I don't know what's a surplus for you. I can only give you the tools to help you figure that out for yourself. And I don't want to sound like I'm knocking mass gainers completely with this. Um, if you're truly having a hard time putting on weight and you're tracking and you're eating appropriately, uh, maybe something, you know, something like a protein supplement, actually, they, they actually do come in handy here. Uh, just make sure that, you know, if you're taking in you know, with your protein, you're taking in about one grams of protein per pound of body weight. Uh, and that's just going to overshoot what you really need by just a little bit. But that would definitely factor into you putting on weight and, and protein shakes. They can help you with that number if you're just so satiated from eating protein uh, because that's what it does. It has a satiating effect. Um, you know, that can help you get that those last numbers if you just truly feel like you can't eat any more food. Um, you know, I find that that there's no way in hell that I, that would be the case for me. I feel like I can always eat a little bit more food. That's just me. Um, you may be different. Uh, I try to, and when it comes to supplements and shakes, I try to consume all of my protein, uh, and really all my food via whole foods. That's the goal. That's ideal in a perfect world. Um, but we don't live in a perfect world. It doesn't always happen. You know, we got class all day. We got work all day. Um, we get, we get to the gym, maybe we forgot to bring our lunch or we forgot to prep for that week and we're a little low on calories. You know, maybe it's late at night and you find that you're 500 under your, uh, calorie surplus number that you need to be at. Um, this is, this is where the, the supplements and the shakes and the, you know, the foods like that, they, they can help you out a little bit more. And, you know, so if I'm, you know, let's say I'm struggling to do that, say I'm struggling to put on a few pounds, um, and I'm in the surplus, you know, I'm probably not just going to take a protein shake. Uh, I'm probably going to throw some high-calorie foods in it too. <clears throat> Excuse me, like peanut butter, uh, some whole milk. It's pretty fatty. It's pretty. There's a, it's high calories. Berries, honey, um, something to up those calories for the day, and just make sure that I'm in that surplus. And I'm not saying that you need to go and eat like 2,000 calories over your maintenance. Um, that might be very hard, but I'm going to tell you it's not sustainable, and your body will probably freak out on you. Um, but there is a point. Uh, where it's you're going to be gaining a few pounds, you're going to feel very energized, you're going to feel ready to take on your workouts, um, and uh, it's going to be that's going to help you figure out that you're at a good spot for for where you need to be, um, and, you know. And and then sometimes, it, you know, I hear this come up often. I just have a really high metabolism, a really fast metabolism. You know, you very well might you you might metabolize food very very fast, and it just is. Pr- produced and turned into energy and uh it goes your body is just very efficient at at what it does that's really cool that's great and i think you should try to keep that as long as you absolutely can um but refer back to what i said before you know are you tracking religiously and making sure that you're eating in the surplus are you are you really doing it i honestly i think i do have a fast metabolism i stay relatively lean i sit about 205 pounds um i'm probably at like 12 to 13, maybe, maybe 11 to 13% body fat. I stay real, I stay pretty lean. Um, I eat probably 3,500 calories a day. 
I do CrossFit. I probably train an hour, an hour and a half most days. Uh, yeah, the intensity is higher. There's usually a strength associated with some sort of like conditioning workout, a Metcon, the CrossFit workouts you hear about. Um, I'm still eating 3,500 calories a day and I'm still sitting at about 205 pounds and I still sit at 11 to 13% body fat. Um, that's a lot of food. Uh, I don't necessarily weigh a whole, whole lot, uh, but, uh, you know, to consume 3,500 calories, you would assume that I, you know, weigh another 30 pounds. Um, personally, I like what I like the amount of food that I eat on a daily basis. Uh, if I wanted to put on weight, you guys know what I would do is that the current rate of training that I'm doing and with the, with the high amounts of uh, high intensity and the uh, increased aerobic piece, because I, I love to do aerobic work, um, I'm going to shoot those numbers up by another five, 600 calories. Uh, I wake up early every morning, eat breakfast. Um, I eat a big lunch. I eat a big dinner. And I probably have some snacks in between. Um, if I wanted to get to 4,000, 4,100 calories, I absolutely could do it. And I think that it would put help me put weight on. Uh, if you're someone that, you know, you're just saying, I just can't put on weight because I have a fast metabolism or, uh, you know, it's just not in my genetics. Um, you know, I just challenge to, I challenge you and I wonder if you're truly tracking your food and you're truly trying to maximize what you can actually do. And, and if so, and you still can't put on weight, I love for you to reach out to me because I'm probably going to get you to do the same thing again. And I want to see if it truly doesn't work. And then I want to figure out what does work because that's incredibly interesting to me. I've never seen anyone like that before. So as for your training goes, let's say you're this hard gainer and you're trying to put on some size, lift heavy and lift hard. Okay, I'm talking like a five, three, one program. I'm not, you know, I, I realize that most of you that listen, don't do CrossFit. Um, but I still know a lot about strength training as well. I'm talking to do a five, three, one program or five by five, something that's going to put some strength, some size on you. Uh, that's what you need to do. And if you're dead set on gaining, and I mean, so determined that you're willing to sacrifice other aspects. So let's say something like your aerobic capacity, your ability to run and do things for 30 seconds without getting winded, <laughs> then cut the cardio. Um, yeah, that's where you hear that common, that common expression among like bodybuilders or you know, regular gym goers. I used to do it too. I'm not, not throwing any shade. I just, this is what you hear. You hear the, it's bulk season, baby. That means no cardio. And <laughs> you hear that. And for some, they take it seriously. And I, and I, I love that. I love it when people take it seriously. They're, you know, truly trying to you know put muscle, put size onto their bodies to later cut for the summertime, whether it be just for the beach or whether it be for a show. Um, and then you got a whole, probably the majority of the people, uh, they just kind of say that and use it as an excuse to not do cardio and just stuff your face with food for a little while and not track and just say you're bulking baby. So, <laughs> but, uh, premise of this episode is, you know, if you're a hard gainer, that's totally okay. Uh, it's just all about, you know, what steps you're taking to try to put on size and put on strength. If you're not in a calorics or calorie surplus, you need to be in one. If you're not for sure if you're in one or not, you're probably not because you're probably not tracking and you're probably not trying to keep up with, you know, every trying to record and trying to take note of every single thing that you're doing throughout the day. And, you know, like I said, if you feel like you are checking all the boxes, you're doing everything right and you still can't put on size, shoot me a message. And I'm going to ask you these questions. I'm going to want to know, how many calories are you eating in a day? Give me exactly what you're doing for training every day. Do you track your steps? How many steps are you taking a day? 
let me just see what you do for every single day and how you eat. And then if we're going to find if there's flaws in there that's going to stop you from putting on weight, we're going to find them. And if we find them all and we fix them all and you still don't gain weight, we're going to figure it out. And we're going to figure out what's what what the hell is wrong with you, <laughs> what what we can do to help you put on some size. So if you if you think you got a unique situation, you know, reach out to me. I'm going to gladly help you out and give you my input. Uh, we're going to get something figured out for you. And until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a great rest of your Friday and I will see you next week. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. All right, here's what I need you guys to do. Please take 30 seconds of your life and just leave this show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You know, If you leave this show a five-star review, it's going to help people find the show. It's going to help them hear about the show. And it's going to just help promote the podcast. It's just going to get it out there for me. I don't even have to publicize it. It just puts it out there. And... That's only going to happen, though, if you guys all leave the show a great review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And and look, it takes 30 seconds. And I know that for some reason, it's really hard to do. I struggle to do it, too. I listen to the host. I say they say, leave a review, you know, and and yet I still don't do it. And and now I, I think I feel I feel their pain. It takes 30 seconds. So I'm going to incentivize you all this time. Leave the show a five star review. And I'm going to pick a few people and I'm going to send you a free sticker. It's free, absolutely free. All you have to do is go leave a five-star review. You don't even have to put a comment down on the why this is a five-star. I would appreciate it. It would mean a lot to me. Um, but you don't even have to do that. So I'm going to just keep this offer live until the next episode drops next Friday. Um, until then, I love and I appreciate all of you. See you next time.